0: Hello there all you wonderful people in the world. The PGOACA are back for another fun-filled episode. And if you closed your eyes before you clicked on the episode title, you're probably asking yourself what lovely pop topic have those crafty gays come up with to entertain me with this time? And it's me who has the pleasure of introducing you to Shuda Wuda Kuda, or SWC for short. And what that means is, is this is an episode which is all killer and no filler. Because we are shining a light on all of those songs that were positively ripe to be single releases. And I do mean positively. Like, maybe like a red apple and not like a pair of Paul's socks after teaching a glow class. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you don't want that. Oh, I
2: don't know. I just guessed that that would be quite
1: right. <laughs> no, it's really for so
2: Some people on eBay that'll happily
1: purchase if anybody would like to pay me for my sweaty socks you can forward your details to me <laughs> via the email <laughs> that we might have provided
0: a market for everything at pop gaze at outlook whatever the email address yes. is.
1: give me that money
0: yeah so anyway so we're shining a light on these songs that for one extremely cruel reason or another these songs were all left to languish and wither away on albums without being allowed to reach their full potential oh. a crime oh. it's a bloody shame Anyway, before we get to that, here's our usual reminder to all the places you can find us on the internet. We say this in every episode, I don't know why we keep on saying it. (laughs) If you follow us on X at PopGaze, you already know about all the breakfast bangers and the tea time treats and the playlists and all the stuff that's on there. But we also have a couple of other lovely new features we've just introduced, which are a single and album of the week choices, which is very apt for this episode. And also, if you remember, in the last episode, we were just about to reach 2,000 followers. And a big thank you to all those porn accounts that have followed us recently. yeah, And took us to more than 2,000 followers. So (laughs) thank you, titty ladies. And thank you all those kink pigs that seem to be following us on the X. Yeah. Where else are we? We're on Instagram.
1: (laughs) We are. Please follow us on that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, at PGOACA twenty twenty three, and we're on threads at PGOACA twenty twenty three dot threads dot net. And I really think we should be changing those to PGOACA twenty twenty four, shouldn't we?
1: Yeah, why not? Let's do it because we're still
3: going. Where are we are. I think we should be changing it to pig gaze and just, you
0: know, leaning <laughs> into our
3: audience. Pig gaze and titty ladies.
4: <laughs> Twenty-two
0: inches.
1: Pig gaze of a curvy ass. Of a curvy ass.
0: <laughs> Who do you think's got the curviest ass?
1: Oh, What are we defining it as, though? Like, just we, curvy. Like, mass or just shape? I think, Paul, that you do
3: a lot of exercise with your dancing, so you'd probably have some buns going on.
1: I've got a lovely bottom. You've got mounds. I reckon be quite firm. My back goes like that at the bottom, so it curves, so my oh. bottom sticks out a little bit.
4: Um, I'll show you. And
0: what about your crack there?
1: Um, well, I might show you that as well, you never know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my goodness! We're only just starting. We're talking about arses already. Um, hey. So anyway, in this episode, I'm joined by Paul. So say hello, Paul.
1: Is everybody gay? <laughs> I wonder if you get the reference. I don't get the reference. Ooh, I'll tell you at the end.
2: It's a movie. Is it a movie? It's a yeah. movie. It's a coming out one, isn't it? With yeah. Uh, oh, what's her face that does that? Is oh. everybody gay? gay? In and out. It's a film in and out.
1: It's called In and Out. Yeah, she's in Adam's Family Values, and she's in Toys. The film with Robin Williams as well. She's also in School of Rock. Uh, this is not a, an episode about her, but yeah.
2: <laughs> and another one of her classic lines is, "Can I get you anything? Coffee, tea, me?" <laughs> yeah, she's cool. Well,
0: anyway, so yeah, so that was a long way to introduce Paul when he really just wants him to say hello. So I'm also joined by Tim. Say hello, Tim, and don't say another word. <laughs> Hello Kim and don't say another word. I'm also joined by Peter. Something has changed within me. Yep, <laughs> and, and I'm also joined by Jason, of course.
2: Evening dear. Just another queen here.
0: You're all right, hen. Idol. Good stuff. Right, unfortunately, Lee can't be here with us tonight. And we're also hoping that Reese is going to pop along in part two. So we're going to keep our fingers crossed for that. Because then we would have an almost full house of (gasps) popgays. And I was wondering, what should they call a collection of popgays, do you reckon?
5: Oh! A gaggle?
0: An explosion?
2: So, oh, oh, no,
0: oh. I like the word full deck. Oh, oh. Hmm. deck.
3: I think we should be like owls and be a parliament of pop gays. Oh,
1: that's really mm. official.
3: What about an
0: ejaculation of pop gays? <laughs> <guys?
1: laughs> a, a climax. A DNA test.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Moving swiftly along. So, shoulda, would coulda, been a single, this episode is for all you pop freaks out there with the time and the attention spans to actually listen to albums. Uh, we've all done it. There are songs on albums that are definite skips. Let's be honest. We're not interested in those. There are songs that were Singles. not interested in those. No. After the songs that weren't singles, but nearly were, should have been, and were so bloody good that they could have been singles, but fate intervened, and it just didn't happen. And the object, I suppose, is that the eventual playlist will sound like a hits compilation, but from an alternate universe. Oh, I like that. It is nice to think that all the songs that we're going to mention tonight were singles in another universe, isn't it? Oh,
2: I Mm. really,
1: really like that. Yeah, I want to be in that universe. Me too. Me three.
2: So in another (laughs) universe, I'm really six foot two. (laughs) Oh, maybe I don't have chippy tits in the other universe.
5: And
0: I'm
2: 25.
0: Yes. Maybe I age in the other universe. (laughs) And Tim has a micropenis.
4: <laughs> <laughs> no, you put oh. my 22 inches into this bitch just because you're jealous. So
2: it'd, be, it'd be 2.2 in the alternative universe.
4: 2.2. It's not the size, it's what you do with it that matters.
2: Exactly right. And we all like a Chipotle at Christmas.
0: <laughs> oh, with a bit of bacon. Mm. <laughs> Yeah um, <laughs> Each of the pop gays is going to give us three choices each They'll tell you the song They might tell you the album that it comes from We'll have a little bit of a chat about it And hopefully you've all done your homework Have you all here tonight And listened to the tracklist things I hope so
3: For the first time in a long time I'm not going in dry As I oh. call it Yeah I, re- I did my prep this time On on the playlist And I, I've written notes and everything oh,
0: Brilliant Brilliant but we've got some room for some honourable mentions at the end, because there's too many songs that could have been singles out there on albums. And then, of course, we've got all the choices. You guys gave us millions of choices, so we're going to read them out as well. But before we do any of that, as I've said, Lee can't be with us tonight, but his choices were just too good to ignore, I feel. And I don't think he's going to be upset if we give them an honourable mention first. And that's because his first choice was a Kylie song choice. And if I was to tell you that the album was called Enjoy Yourself, who wants to guess which song that wasn't a single on Enjoy Yourself that should have been a single?
1: Was it the actual name of the album? (laughs) The title track. You are joking.
0: Enjoy Yourself from Enjoy Yourself is Lee's first choice.
1: I thought the whole rule of when you name an album something and you have the same name of the song as the album that you release it as a single, no? Is, no, is, she, the no, no. is no. she the first person to ever do that? Is so she the first
3: person to ever do that? I
1: just say she is. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> <Probably laughs> Carly revolutionized the whole way of releasing albums.
0: I would say that she's more often than not not released the title track from her albums.
3: Fever only got released in Australia, and it was like the
5: balls oh, yeah. up single.
0: So Aphrodite didn't get released as a single. It's blowing my mind. Kiss mm. me once didn't get released as a single. Kylie, you
5: little
1: sneaky bitch, <laughs> just throwing that curveball out there.
3: Madonna's Rebel Heart didn't even make it onto the uh, the standard version oh, I know. of the album. How silly. It was a good song. It was. Yeah. It
0: is a good song. So I'm guessing this was a late addition to that album and there was actually five months, I think, between Tears on My Pillow and Better The Devil You Know, so there's no excuse why that wasn't a single. That absolutely mm. should have been a single. And I think, Tim, you mentioned it back in an episode and we were all like, that's a bloody disgrace that they didn't release that. Idiots.
4: It's a good song, yeah. It's, um. so wake up tomorrow, you should believe in yourself. Enjoy it, enjoy it. <laughs>
1: Maybe that's why she didn't release it.
2: (laughs) Not as good as (laughs) Thames.
1: I've written some notes in my notepad. You thought it was men's.
3: It's only three words. Cookie cutter saw. I'm so sorry.
1: (laughs) That's all I've got. If I was to give it a word, I would say it's very middle of the road, actually. That's three words. I know, middle of the road. Because I just think it's nice. It's cute, but it not actually giving me a tickle of my pickle. I'm surprised.
3: It's not shit. It's just not amazing. <gasps> I think you I think you're similar to me in that, in thinking yeah. it. it doesn't
1: stand out, but it's not no. a bad song. Looking at the styling of her, she loved a hat. She did. A sparkly hat at that. She's just gorgeous. She's just lovely. And it do you know what? Anything she releases, it don't matter to me, because I just absolutely love her.
0: There you go. Track number two. I dare say more of you will know this one. So this was from Girls Aloud, and it was from the Tangled Up album. Any guesses?
4: I know, I know, I know.
0: Have you seen the playlist? I think Tim might know. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It just depends on how good a memory you've got if you've done your homework. Girl (laughs) of a
4: Yes.
3: Ain't no doubt about it, bum boy. I genuinely thought they were the lyrics back in the day. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Love it. I thought, oh, they're talking about a gay. You know, Girls Aloud are an album's act. People <laughs> don't recognize this enough that they had a load of great singles and they had, you know, about 20-odd top tens. But Girls Aloud are an album's act, 100%, because that, you, could, you could pick about... Half of that album as tracks that should have been released.
1: Was Tangled Up, was the first one with that No, No, No? Yeah. Sexy No, No, No. Yeah, and Call the Shots was on that one as well. Yes. I love Call the Shots. I actually quite like this song, and I think I prefer Girl Overboard more than like No, No, No. Really? The chorus was just, like, really boring to me. I never got it. I loved the video. I did mm-hmm. like the the concept of the video, and they were all very stunning. But I think this song's actually... Better. The thing with Sexy
3: No No No, it like I saw them on tour when they were touring Tangled Up, and they came down from the ceiling to an extended intro of
5: Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: You know the start of Sexy No No No. So to me, that's a, that's that's a core memory now, and so that it's was, iconic but, to you with that. Yeah, yeah, coming down on strings with like massive flowing capes. Yeah, with the vocoder going. What
1: was his third choice? So his third
0: choice was from Darren Hayes. Oh and it was from Spin. And I would tell you it's track twelve on Spin. And I'm saying the track numbers because there is people out there in the world who don't actually know what song titles are. I like track five. I like track six. Yeah. I hate mm. those people. It oh Tends
3: to be with older albums, doesn't it? Or
0: people do I know, I know, I know the, <laughs> oh,
1: sounds like, sounds like <laughs> there's like Tim Knows Do you know Tim?
4: <laughs> Spin. Oh
1: it's the title track. Spin. When the music feels well. Like
3: and listen to this because i've done my homework this time around <laughs> i really love the rhythm in this song and the lyrics are quite political aren't they yeah it actually talks about israel bosnia and aids in the oh. lyrics to this yeah and the the the, the, the rhythm like i say, the rhythms in the track are really sort of it's sort of a dance 90s dance track i suppose in a way the way it's produced but it's it's a good track i hadn't really i'd forgotten about it
0: what i like about its it's got a nice slow build I don't know, there's just lots of layers of like music and vocals all kind of like competing mm-hmm. with one another. It just gets really, really, really something towards. It the gets you really hard and erect.
3: Oh. 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 It feels like it would have fit quite well on his second album as well as on the first album. It would fit yeah. well on the tension and the spark. Bit electronic. Attention,
0: the Sparks, a great yeah. album. So was Spin. Spin was a great album. And I actually do think they kind of mostly had the right choices for singles. They had Insatiable and they had Strange Relationship, which I love. I don't really remember I Miss You. So if I was going to swap Spin for anything, I think I would turf I Miss You and I would mm. Spin in its place. And of course, the last one was Crush, 1980 Me, which you
3: would uh. dream of swapping. Uh. And obviously, Darren is a sweetheart and a friend of the show. So... <laughs> Guess. yes you know we love, we love him. him
0: we love him and he <laughs> seem to love us god love him yeah anyway so that was lee's choices thank you lee
5: thank, oh, you, thank lee. you mama
0: thank you yes thank you, indeed mom. that was good so this is our first proper choices of the evening and this is the part of the show where we normally introduce each of the pop gays with some witty and hilarious comment loosely based on the theme of the episode and i'm not going to lie to you guys i couldn't think of anything <laughs> <laughs> that's totally fine maybe that's quite appropriate I did think I'll ask you all a question and I'm going to ask you all the same question when you to have to think on the spot. And the question is, if there's anything in the world that you think you shoulda, woulda, coulda been in life, what is it? Oh, you mean like instead of what we Just do? Just anything. <gasps> what could, what do know. you think you shoulda, woulda, coulda been? Okay. And the first question, because the first puppy I'm going to go to this evening is going to be Peter. Oof. So oh. what
3: should I coulda would have been in life? I would say emotionally stable. Um. <laughs> oh bliss. <laughs>
1: Brilliant. <laughs> we love that for you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm working on it. In the the alternative universe, you are smashing it. I'm easy breezy,
3: beautiful cover girl in that other universe. I'm fine.
0: I wonder whether you would know us in the alternate universe and whether that would actually give you the stability. Probably not, because I'd be emotionally stable. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Anyway, so what's your first choice? So what's your first SWC song for us all this evening?
3: Right, okay. So for my very first choice, it is a song by a singer that I went to see with Tim. (gasps) Ooh. It is a song from her second album. <gasps> and it's a very good album, actually. You know how sometimes you, you have albums and you're like, oh, this is kind of a no skips album. Um, so the song is called Hold Up, Wait a Minute, and it's by Ava Max.
0: I think they all could have been singles off this album. Yeah, it's a fab album. So the
3: song reminds me a little bit of a Daft Punk sort of production. It's got a vocoder. It goes. Bah, 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 bah. It's produced <laughs> by a guy called Circuit. Ooh. Um, who she's been working with since album one, but she announced a couple of months ago that they won't be working together anymore.
5: Oh, drama.
3: Yeah. So I don't know. I, I, it almost feels like he was blamed for like the lack of success of the second album, but like. I, I think he produced Kings and Queens. He's worked with Katy Perry, Rihanna, The Weeknd, Britney, Nicki Minaj, Kesha. And he's got a Grammy for Starboy, the Weeknd album. Like, it's basically, it's not his fault that his album failed. It's probably something to do with the fact that it, it leaked a few months before it actually came out. It kind of lost momentum.
1: Every time I speak about her, I always feel like I say the same thing where I go, she's not hit it yet. And not that she's not been successful, Sweet put Psycho, like you know, launched her. I don't think she's peaked, but I don't think she's been given the opportunities to do that yet. She, she- really does well collaborating, because I love the mm-hmm. one she did with Tiesto. The motto. It's just sensational and her voice is incredible. I just don't think she's been given it yet her chance, but I do think at some point it's just gonna, she's gonna get the Dual leaper moment and she's going to absolutely smash it.
3: I'm not sure if that moment's passed and she won't get it, even though I do love her. I think Ava Max has kind of had enough chances to become a main pop girl and she's never going to quite get there. She's just
1: going to sort of be Charlie XCX type. Do you think she's going to be a bit Carly Ray Jepsen then? Because I, I always think the same about Carly Ray Jepsen. I always think she had it and it was incredible, but I think she's so incredible and her albums are incredible and pop. She just like oozes pop. But again, she's not gigging we- at the massive places. We may be talking about Carly Rae Jepsen in a minute. Oh, God, really? Oh, (laughs) how exciting have I manifested her? Brilliant. I just
3: think that Ava Max is going to end up a bit more like Kachali XCX type in that her collaborations are the ones that... that are going to lift, yeah. Yeah. And then she'll keep making her own music and she'll sort of have her audience.
0: Oh, well, I hope not, because I absolutely love her. That was a really good choice to kick us off proper. Thank you, Graham. So what's your second choice, please, Peter?
3: My second choice is a song by Carly Rae Jepsen. <laughs> <laughs> Oh I do apologise
1: I've genuinely not looked at this list So I have just guessed
3: A second song is by a singer who is known by Many people almost as a one hit Wonder so she had Call Me Maybe back in I want to say 2012 around that sort of time This song is from her 2022 album called The Loneliest Time and the track is Called Talking To Yourself <laughs>
0: think this might have been a single you know
3: no it's got a video see i checked on streaming and it didn't show up separately so i think it might have been a promotional song or something like that
0: that probably rings true because it seems to be it hasn't done any business anywhere other than in japan that's pretty par
3: for the course with carly i'm surprised it did well in japan to be honest with you she's an albums artist she doesn't have hits as singles at all really i
0: just think that's bizarre
3: it's so weird.
1: It is weird. So weird, because she's so good.
3: I always think that she's underrated as a lyricist as well. Last year was the year that I really started listening to her music, and The Loneliest Time is like a no-skips album, another one, and The Loveliest Time is almost a no-skips album.
0: Am I right in saying that The Loveliest Time is more upbeat than The Loneliest Time?
3: They're both a bit of a mix. I mean, there's two really good ballads on The Loneliest Time. Western Wind is on there, and she released that as a single. There's, there's a bit of variety on both of them. Apparently, The Loneliest Time was a tiktok
1: trend for a while i i I don't know was she on something uh like a program she was actually on canadian idol that's it i knew she was on something before
3: kiss the album that had uh, call me maybe on she had a whole album of like singer songwritery material no Mm. way but yeah as a dj on gay scene people (laughs) ask me for talking to yourself even though it wasn't oh that's good apparently officially a single yeah people just request that song so I just thought
0: that was quite interesting. Like... That proves that that should have been a single for absolute yeah. certainty. I think so too. Yeah, exactly.
4: See, I will just put my two pen in <gasps> here. Um, I like Carly Ray Jepsen. Back in day, first couple hours, was good. Poppy, Abbey, blah blah blah. But then the loneliest time is just—it just gives me a headache. Is
1: that because you're old, babe? <laughs> is that what it is? It gives you a headache because because you can't listen to the energy.
3: Do you mean the loneliest time or the loveliest time?
4: Loneliest time. Okay. And I really wanted to get on board with the loveliest time. I did hear both, but again, I'm all about a party for one or um Tonight I'm getting over you or um Call Me Maybe or that other big song that um I
1: really, really like you. No. Obviously not, according
3: to him. Like
4: the Cynthia poppy ones that she does.
3: Oh, mm-hmm. what's
4: it called? What's it called? Cut to the feeling. No, that I phoned you.
3: Phone oh, it? What? Cut to the feeling? No. Run away with
4: me? No, no, no.
1: Oh, I well, like Run away with me.
4: Cut to the feeling. I said that a minute ago. <laughs> oh, sorry, I didn't hear you, babe. Old, hearing age, gay, disabled, everything. <laughs> sorry, go on, Jason.
2: <laughs> I you just going say, I'm not a bit of the albums, but I actually really like this song. So it'll prompt me to go and actually listen to the albums. I think that's, for me, it, you know, when I hear a track that I'm not aware of or I've never heard before, it lets me go and actually listen to the album and see what others I've missed out on.
0: I feel as if I should give those last two albums a bit of a kind of better chance. a chance. Mm-hmm. I've got to listen to them Because I think Emotions is one of my most favourite albums of all time. I think it's in the top 10. And again, there was no skips on it at all. Every single track on the album could have been a single.
3: Even Emotion Side B is brilliant.
0: Anyway, that was good, Peter. So we've got one more track.
3: Yes. I sat down and wrote quite a bit about this song, but as I was writing about it, I think I've actually already mentioned it on the podcast or on the radio show, so I'm not 100% sure. But anyway, so the song is from 2015. It is by a classic disco producer and a singer who I've seen live and I really loved like from the start, as someone who I also think is underrated as, uh, as a songwriter. Anyway, so the song is Giorgio Moroder and Foxes, and the song is Wild Star.
4: I like Georgia Moroda. Exactly. I am on board with this one, Peter.
1: Yeah, hundred
4: percent. And she says in this song, "I'll be dancing
3: like a wild star." And any <laughs> song where you pronounce the word as "dance" <laughs> is just immediately good. Yeah. Imagine if Dua Lipa had gone dance the night away; it would have been better already <laughs> straight See, away.
1: I think again, this is worse. Sophia are just REM Supreme, and she was like, "I'm going to sing it the way that I talk." Well DJ gave me the answer. Yeah, exactly yeah, exactly, it's exactly. So
4: I sing it like that as well, though. Because I'm from South and a little bit posh-like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't always goes... Posh as fuck. I always <laughs> goes, it's mad on the dance floor. Dance floor, yeah. Um, Gonna yeah. burn the lot of you to down. You are,
1: you are so cute, Tim. So cute. So, like I say, I've seen
3: Fox's live twice, but I've never seen her perform this song, because one, the song wasn't out yet, and two, mm-hmm. like it's it's a non-single on someone else's album, but I really loved it. And, and also... I think there's something that Giorgio Moroda, or whoever he works with, manages to get really good vocals out of the singers Mm. that he works with because he did Right Here, Right Now with Kylie, she does that high note. um, And Fox's voice is amazing already, but she sounds even better on this song, so yeah.
2: This song definitely has a bit of a, a 70s disco vibe. In there. Yeah,
3: it's if you sort of said to someone What music do you think Giorgio Moroder would make If it mm-hmm. had been a bit updated It's whatever you think in your head for that Because it's sort of synthy But also it's very like classic disco So like on that album He's obviously got the tracks with Brittany and Kylie That he both released And I think he released the Sia song as well mm-hmm. Which is called Deja Vu But this one just sort of got overlooked as a single And I, I don't know why Because I think it's the best song on the album
0: So I think there was four singles from that album I'm just trying to think what the other one was I think it was 17 um, 17- is it 72 is the new 24 or 74 is the new 724? I think it's one of his own tracks. I don't you think know. there was a guest vocalist on it. But, I mean, I saw a picture of him just the other day and he doesn't look as if he's in his 70s. Maybe there was a whole wow. bit of airbrushing done. Well, you'd know about airbrushing pictures, wouldn't you, Graham? <gasps> yes. A scandal. It's called post-production. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's just all good lighting, Peter. Special effects done by Industrial Light and Magic. I'll have you know. <laughs> So on that note, I think that's you. That's me all done, yeah. Thank you, Peter. Okay, dokie, right. So we're going to go over to Popgate number, let's call it Popgate number three. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so Popgate number three is, let's see, who did I decide it was going to be? Timothy. Timberlena. So I'm going to ask you the same question I asked Peter. Is there something that you should have would have could have been in life? And if there is, what is it? Now, I can give you
4: two answers to this. I can give you the reality answer or the bigger reality answer. So the bigger reality answer is a porn star with my 23 (laughs) inches. Yes, Mm hmm mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Whacking it around the poles, Mm -hmm. as you do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, You you could be the pole. But (laughs) just going down the ladder a little bit, pop star, I was born to be on the stage. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and instead of just being just dancing around old ladies' living rooms, as you were <laughs> revealing in the last
1: episodes, Oh, my God. And then he went to the pantomime and had a right old nice time.
4: <laughs> right old knees up. Oh, bless your heart. Anyway, G, would you like my first choice? I would love your first choice. Right. I'm going to go from sort of like moderate up to the big climax. So the first song (laughs) I'm going for is by an American artist. She started off very successful. Bit of a genie in the bottle. Oh, there's a clue there. See what I did? See what I did? (laughs) But I'm going back to an album that was released in 2000. 2000 2000-ish, I think. It's from the album Lotus. And the song is called Let There Be Love. Like that. Yeah, it feels so
5: good.
0: so lotus was out in 2012 okay look i sent you thousands which was wrong <laughs> but that was the 2010s
4: all right 2010s oh my god you have to be so right what
3: is with i love this song as well it's a celebratory song and it's got like a bit of dirty lyrics I make my eyes roll back she oh. says in there grab hit the right spot loving
1: it what were the singles that were released from the album? Because I like Christina, but I've, I always had like a bit of a love-hate relationship with her. Because I thought she started off strong, then she went stronger, then she kind of went a bit, Ugh, and then she kind of came back, and now I think she's going to be Ugh, again.
4: So you had um your body, oh, okay, which is a great yeah, song. Yeah. Army of Me, I believe, was a single, mm-hmm. and I think Just a Fool was as well. The duet with um
1: that was different for her. Wasn't yeah, it was yeah, it was different. Was she
4: with a country singer? Was she not with um yeah Blake Shelton, who's um Gwen yeah. Stefani's banging husband now,
1: married to. So the
3: original album version of Your Body isn't available on streaming or anywhere where she goes. All I want to do is your body, rather than all I want to do is love your body.
1: <gasps> She's cleaned it on.
3: Yeah, so only the radio edit or clean version is available on, on streaming. I just thought that was quite interesting.
0: When I heard it, I thought this reminds me of practically every other song that was out at the time. Girl Gone Wild yeah. by Madonna sounds very similar to this.
3: I get it, yeah, the analogue synth sound. It feels to me like if it didn't have Aguilera's vocal on it, it would fit on Femme Fatale by Britney. Oh, um, which is a very sort of dance part album. Usher had a song like that as well. Oh, sure,
1: yeah, he did, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, more, mm. yeah, more. Oh, I like that. Um,
4: that was a good show, Timber. I quite like that. Thank you, that's a great song.
5: Would you like number
4: two, G? I would love it, please, <laughs> please, please.. So, this is the middle of the climax. Are you ready? You're sort of bubbling under here. you're edging Ooh. so no surprise here. This is from one of my favorite singers, actually, my favorite singer. Oh, she's man. a little Australian budgie oh. who has been mentioned before Tino arena Danny Mino. she's not in chains.
0: Gabby her tell me. Natalie Brilliant
2: I can see the I can see the playlist, but I'm not going to see it. It's Kylie, of course. Oh, Kylie!
3: Oh, that. I've never heard of her. She
2: yeah, you heard of her?
4: She's only been around for 36 years. I'm not old enough. I think more than that. And the albums from Oh, oh see, you've got me getting me fucking flow now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm sorry, Tim. I'll let I'll let you flow. Right, hold on. No, no, no. You don't want to interrupt your flow, darling. There's nothing worse when your flow's interrupted.
4: <laughs> the album you're is golden. you flowing
3: in your climax and we keep stuffing you in the middle of it.
2: I know. I know. I'm edging
4: I'm edging you. You orgasm ruiner. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's right, right there, on the edge. <laughs> Are you ready? <laughs> Are you ready? Mm. No. Um, the album's golden. And the song is actually a quite a nice ballad. It's called Her Love Letter to the Fans. It's called Sincerely Yours.
0: You're a sentimental old fool, aren't you, Tim?
4: I know. It's such a lovely song, though, and she didn't sing it on tour, and I was well gutted. It was a very low-key affair, I'd say, but it worked. But it fitted in with the album and, you know, sort of like Kylie's done country, Dolly's done country, obviously... Beyonce's there now. But hey, you know.
0: She just dabbled in country, darling. Yeah. She's a wee go at it.
1: She, she thought, Carly's doing it. I'll do it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, funny. But do you know what, Tim? That is actually a lovely it is. song. And actually, I would have bet money she did sing it on the Golden Tour, so I'm surprised that she didn't. And why wouldn't she? Because it was. it's basically about touring. On the tour, like, on that particular album, do you know the song
4: the fans were really sort of like mad about at the time? And she did actually sing it on tour. Lost Without You. Oh, yes. That's the song all the fans were going mad about. Um, and she them that on tour. But yeah, Sincerely Yours is just so lovely.
0: It's a bit of a power ballad. She actually ballad only bit. uses the words Sincerely Yours, I think, once. Up until the very, very, very end of the track, she says Yours Sincerely. Oh. And then the track is called Ooh. Sincerely Yours, but she swaps it right around it. I think it's right the last time she says it. She's a clever She bit. is
1: so yes. clever.
0: She crafted like that Carleman Minogue. <laughs> anyway, that was a good one, Tim. Thank you. Although it's not the track that I thought you would have used. Maybe there'll be a wee mention of another Kylie track later on from. Tim. Oh, yeah. Let's not say it and no. use it as a wee surprise later. It might come out with the weird work. Um, so, yeah, what's your track number three, please? So, The Climax
4: Explosion, The Big Thing, that should have been a single. Mm. Are you ready? Yeah. Yes. It's from a girl group. Back, started in the 90s, late 90s. And it's from their uh, second album, I want to say. Is that right, Gray? Yeah. Yes, second album. Was it used in Spice a movie? It was. Oh, yes, and the movie. My guess was going to be the Spice Girls, but... <laughs> it is the Spice Girls, of course. And it's not stopped right now, because that was a single. It was a single. Mm. Yes, it was. it was. So, I've gone for... Never give up on the good okay. times, celebrate in the lovely spies.
0: Right, what was the business of that record company not releasing that as a single? That was just a disgrace. Ridiculous.
3: Well, you know it was planned to be a single, don't you? That that the, They leaked a radio edit of it online at one point. Oh. Yeah, I've got it somewhere. Yeah, it's not that different. But, yeah.
0: Tell me they released it was going to be a single before they released that dirge Viva Forever. <gasps> oh.
3: Viva Forever is a great song. and I believe it was going to be a double A side with Viva Forever.
0: Oh, was it?
1: Yeah. But they...
0: Is that something really controversial I just said there? Graham,
1: did you even, like... Did you listen to yourself when you actually said that in your head? <laughs> <laughs> Ryan! Before the words came out your mouth? I don't like it. Oh, my... <gasps> Graham. Oh, my God. I-, I don't know how to... F- I just don't know how to feel... I think it's hellish. in fact. <laughs> I don't know if I can even look at you. <laughs> <laughs> you make me sick. <laughs> I'm shook! What does Bruce think about this? Does he know about <laughs> this information?
0: I don't know whether they can even hear me right now, <laughs> Bruce Wilson. Did you like "Viva Forever" by the Spice Girls? Mm-mm. Oh, it's a
1: good job I can't see him then. In Tip. you're both bunnies for not liking that song. I've got to say. Bannies. We'll we'll discuss that another time. But,
4: Guys, hold on, hold on. Jason, do you like it or not? I love it. And what's interesting one <laughs> one of my
2: songs later has a bit of an inspiration from this one. Ooh, from the from, well, from the "Viva Forever." Yeah.
4: Well, gee, I'm just saying, Viva Forever, they're not waiting for you, so, you know.
2: (laughs) So, okay, that would
4: have been Graham's
1: veto, so you would have had that song instead of Viva Forever. I would
0: have turned that out, and I would have never given up in the good times.
1: What would you, Tim, then, what what song from the singles that they released would you kind of go, ah, scrap it? So you had Spice Up Your Life, Stop... I
4: wouldn't. Uh, so
1: you, you just add it in. You would have just gone. Yeah, I'd add yeah. it in. You would have gone with the double A side.
4: I prefer their second album to the first album. Do you? Oh, interesting. Do, yes. Okay. I do. You, they, so, on the second
3: album, they really spiced your life up, didn't
4: they? <laughs> <laughs> sh- sh- to the wild, spice up your life, everybody, we go. spice up your life. Stop right there. Thank you very much. Oh, again, a mega It's a ten- mega mix. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Swing your chicken, moving, make it. <laughs> okay, cool. I like that. Yeah, no, I'd add it in. I think it's such a missed opportunity by the record company. But they would have
1: had to have squashed it in before Viva Forever, because was that the last song together as the five before Jerry left? Sort of. She she left before it was released. Yeah. She... So because that's why they did the cartoon yeah. furries. And little yes. fun fact: I think I've mentioned this before. I've told somebody, and if it's used, then sorry. But you know the. Furries at the end where they all fly off and it goes and it just the nice little uh, at the end. The one less furry down. So there's four fur oh, yeah, really? there's four fur four furries that fly off, but there's five glitter beams. So it's like they left out they went, ha, you stare there squashed, Jerry. We stood on <laughs> you and we've left you in that big gumball machine. Watch the video, you'll find out. Maybe you'll like it a bit more.
5: <laughs> <I'm> joking <laughs> <laughs>
4: And now, hold on, I'm just going to sing this to Graham. Goodbye, my friend. You know you're gone, you said you're gonna like just do leave you here. you hate fever forever. I'm not over that, Jay, I'm not over it. It's okay, but if we all liked the same things, it
0: would be a very boring podcast.
1: Agreed. It would be. It did cut me a little bit, I'm not going to lie. I mean, Goodbye
3: was on the third album, it wasn't really, it was released a year before the... It Album week. got released. And kind of a bonus track, really, wasn't it?
0: I never give up the good times. It really should have been a single. Yeah. I think we're all. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. So we're friends again. <laughs> yeah. I'm Just... Thinking
4: about it. Send me a picture later. Oh. Of mm-hmm. <laughs> <If> your new <laughs>
1: shorts. I can't wait for to see these new shorts. <laughs> Actually, I'm not buying no shorts anyway.
4: Sorry,
0: I've I've missed out on this shorts. Mm -hmm. Yep, you should see There was a pair of shorts that they were advertising on X the (laughs) other day, and the model was as fit as anything, so I just did a wee joke where I said, I'm getting these shorts, (laughs) because if this video is anything to go by, these will look great on me.
1: (laughs) So I was just like, I can't wait until you model these, Graham. You'll be disappointed. (laughs) Oh, I don't think I would be, you don't know me.
4: Oh, no, no, I need a picture.
1: Just put your
2: head on the model's body, you'll be fine.
0: That's a good idea, yeah. and just <laughs> like magic, get those guys on it again. Yeah, um, yeah. So anyway, thank you, Tim. That was no that, that was good. So, um, hop game number four. Who's it going to be? Who's it going to be? Who <laughs> do you think? Kevin? I think it's going to be Jason.
2: Oh, Jason! Oh. oh,
0: how the devil are you, Jason? I'm doing
2: not too bad. I feel like Blowfeld here. I'm sitting with my my kitty on my lap. I'm being, I'm being stroking You're while I've been I've been stroking. You've been talking. Yeah, love that. Yeah, she's been sitting next to me all day today. I've been thankfully working from home.
1: I bet she's going to be buzzing for your choices.
2: She is. She's absolutely buzzing.
0: I can tell. Before we get to your yes. choices, Jason, is there something that you should have, would have, could have been in life? And if there is, what is it?
2: Well, there was a couple of things I wanted to do as a
0: child. Two I've already done.
2: And the third one I've not yet managed. But I did, oh. I did attempt it for about three years. And and that was living on a farm. Oh, Oh, cool! cool. Because we were surrounded by pigs, sheep, horses, cows, you name it, was all there. I even tried to grow my own vegetables. (gasps) Like the good life? Yep, like the good life.
3: So you say you attempted living on a farm for three years. How is that different from living on a farm for three years?
2: No, I was... Oh, you tried to
3: start up the process of getting there?
2: Yes. Mm -hmm. It was kind of rather than moving all the way onto a farm and then finding it didn't work... I thought, let's go live on a farm. And see how it goes. And then see what happens next. So yeah, if I had the money, I would do it. But I had to work, still work full
0: time, which is rather unfortunate. So you worked on a farm for a bit with the... Yeah, I get it. Fun exactly oh. bloody hard, 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 hard job. Yeah,
2: but the thing is seen being outside with all the casual workers.
0: Oh. Oh, <laughs> now we're getting to the truth of the matter. <laughs>
2: Yes, I have some apples that need <laughs> shining.
5: <laughs> Tomas,
0: I think my strawberries are getting a little ripe. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, Jason, so let's get back to music. Yes. Song number one that should have been a single, as far as Jason says. Oh, and,
2: sorry, In My Head. <laughs> so, yes. Okay, so In My Head, my the first track that I chose was Devil Prey from Madonna's 2015 Rebel Heart album. Okay, so the song was one of the ones that was leaked and I always do that allegedly leaked, you know, kind of thing mm-hmm. uh, prior to the album's release so it was never, kind of, released properly as a single. So I did have a look on wiki on this one. There's actually eight writers on this song.
3: Really? Oh, so you did a writing camp at the time? But that yeah, so of, there's eight it?
2: writers and four producers. And I think it's what I really like about it is that it's got so many different styles <laughs> to it. So there's elements of what's called country pop, techno folk, With hints of her song, Don't Tell Me, some elements of what Avicii had produced before, and also the House of the Rising Sun by The Animals. This is just in the one song? Yep, this is just the one song.
3: To me, it sounds a bit like um, a dancehall track with the Mm. guitar in the back. A bit like Trick Me by at or something. Yeah. Um, Sort of draws from dancehall reggae Sounds, but like you say, there's the breakdown where it goes,
5: <laughs>
2: it's called the kind of different bits in it. So, the, the themes allegedly are drug addiction, sin, temptation, and the desire for salvation. Oh, ooh. I think we all want salvation. I don't. Oh. <laughs> <Ooh>.
1: <laughs> Peter just sort of curveball don't want salvation. Nah. I
5: don't.
0: <laughs> There's like about thirty songs on that album. Is there yeah. not? something
2: daft? Yeah, but for me that was one of the ones that should have been a proper release from it.
0: The album was an album of two halves for yeah. me. I felt like the slower tempo tracks were the better tracks. Mm-hmm. Like what? Which one? Like Ghost Town was a nice oh, okay. track. Yeah, great song. And Holy Water. I didn't really like the tracks. Things like Bitch I Madonna. No, that was. Mm,
2: no what was that song again the one she fell down the stairs to
1: Living for Love uh, Living for Love oh God,
2: yes that's it
1: she was dragged down by that the was... um, so the, the twin the twin dancers <laughs> that she had are called I think they're called uh, one's definitely called Bambi and Ayo I think and they're these they're <laughs> so incredible like when you see videos of them like whacking and stuff like that sorry wha- ne- sorry you said whacking whacking so whacking is like um all this kind of stuff oh that kind of much whacking. faster yeah yeah <laughs> Oh, what kind of stuff? Sorry. You know, the, the kind of normal kind of stuff. Da, 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 da. Um, as opposed to that? But you, yeah, as opposed to that, you <laughs> get that. Somewhere else, yes. But you've never seen them since. Oh. Madonna got them removed from the industry. From the whole mm. planet. Like, you just don't even know where they are. She's you got disappeared them, them locked away in a bunker somewhere. Maybe. And they're just whacking. <laughs> <laughs> they're at Butlins now. In clerical work.
0: I mean, she came down like a ton of
3: bricks. Well, she but did on that stage. My God, I'm surprised she didn't shatter a bone or something because it looked like it was like straight yeah. down, wasn't it? And she kept singing. In a, mm-hmm. she's there going,
0: "I'm gonna carry on, <laughs> half dead." Yeah, she did. She, re- did.
1: she did really. She well. did so
0: well. <laughs> mm. Anyway, thanks, Jason. That was a great track. But what about track number two? Is it going to be just as great? Well, I think it's just as great. This one's
2: probably just as dramatic, I think. Oh, so, I love the drama. I love the drama. It's the drama queen in me. So the second track is from another queen that we all, oh. and she's already been mentioned so far in the pod. And it was taken from her self titled 1994 Album. So the track is called Dangerous Game. And for those that are listies, it's track number six on the <gasps> album can you even <laughs> tell me who the artist is <laughs> trying to try <and> re-
4: <laughs> love such a dangerous game well done,
2: <laughs>
0: Confide in me. Graham probably hates that, but you know. I don't, what? Dangerous Game? I don't hate I don't hate Dangerous Game, I don't hate Confide in Me, and I love that album. Yes.
4: Wow, I don't know anymore, G. I don't know anymore, but carry on, Jason. <laughs> <sorry>, so,
3: so. <laughs> so this is a song by Delta Goodrum then, right, is it? No. <laughs> this... <laughs> an australian singer. To, say yeah, it. This
2: time. <laughs> unless they changed their name for the album but no this was written by dave seaman and steve anderson mm-hmm. uh, and oh, produced and produced, yeah so and produced under the banner of brothers in rhythm so off the album this is actually one of my favorites and the thing is when i first heard it, it for me it felt like a bit of a torch song kind of style yes. so mm-hmm. i i kept hearing that kind of a big band feel so even though on the original recording it doesn't have a big band but you could imagine a kind of a shirley-esque big band kind of playing on it you had all the dramatic strings the big drums the big dramatic finish and the big vocal towards the end so i absolutely loved it
1: so you always i always forget that kylie had that kind of an era and i think Mm. that's why it missed me because she she went through like a bit of a not a grungy phase, but she went through a bit of a I'm done with pop phase, like shove it up your ass, yep. I'm get get done with it. Shove up your ass. <laughs> Indeed, Kylie. Yeah. And then yeah, do you know what I mean? And she was just like, I'm done with that shit. Everyone seems to do it where they kind of just get done with the stuff that they've done and they want to be a completely different artist. Cause actually mm-hmm. you'd never associate that kind of sound. I, I wouldn't. I'm not gonna say for everybody, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't associate that kind of sound because it's quite it's quite
2: adult. I would call it, for, yeah, for I me, think, would you call it, it feels quite ballsy for Kylie. Yeah. Doing that at the time.
3: Yeah. And it's very sexy. I mm. think it's an era that she had to have um, because yeah. we wouldn't have the Kylie that we have today. Yeah. If she'd never gone through That's her it. deconstruction era. and yeah. it's it, it kind of furthered Kylie as an artist. Mm. 100%. Yeah. And the thing is, sure.
2: when, when you read on oh, the notes on Wiki about recording that album, she seems to have spoken to so many different people and then when you you read the bit about brothers and rhythm with her, saying that she was so open to trying so many different new things and that's for me that's evident on the album and also the tracks that they they kind of produced with her but i did have a look to see if she's performed this on tour so she sang it on the intimate live tour back in 1997 mm-hmm. so that was promoting impossible princess and there was a couple of snippets used during the 2002 Fever
0: Tour, and it was a section called the Crying Game Medley. Oh, I think this was one of the tracks where the guys at Brothers in Rhythm just went right hand. You've actually got a really brilliant voice, totally and it's a complete pain in the arse that people don't either believe oh, it. Oh, it pisses me off. Yeah. It, it still pisses yeah. me off today. So we're just going to write you this song, mm-hmm. right? And I'm going to tell you right now, we're going to play it to you, a demo to you, and you're going to like, eh, no, I'm not going to be able to sing that. But I promise you, you are going to be able Absolutely. to sing it, and it's going to be amazing, and folk are just going to change their minds over mm-hmm. it. They just kind of went all out, balls to the wall, yep. torch song, ballad. And you're right, there's this note at the end where you were like, nobody would have believed that she would have been able to reach that completely, note, even a year before nope, that. No, I know.
2: And around right about that time was the first time I moved out of home. And I was kind of living in a, in a, a home of multiple occupancy, shall we like say. Like your Auntie Kathleen. <laughs> no, I, I wasn't living in her. Oh. <laughs> and uh, there was me in my little room, closed the door, headphones on, singing away to Kylie, kind of belting it out. But what's interesting, though, apparently. There was three tracks released, but the fourth track they'd planned to release but didn't get was Time Will Pass You By.
0: Oh, yes. yes. And I'm like,
2: as much as I liked that track, no, I'm so glad that was never released.
0: What they were going to do with that single, though, is it was going to be like a remixed version right. because she ended up performing that version. Of time Will Pass You By at Tea in the Park. Oh, okay. Oh. And I think the remixy version ended up on the reissued version of that album, mm-hmm. which came out a few years later. Yeah. But it sounded not so obviously MPly. Yeah. What I hadn't realised at the time was, of course, is that song is also a cover version, because almost all of the tracks on that yeah. album are all cover versions, of course. Aldon. on oh? oh, Glasses came up. what this album. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's yes. got
2: like cover versions
0: on it. Where is The Feelings a cover version? Oh, <laughs>
4: Time
2: will pass you by is a cover version. You've
1: already upset him once tonight with Spice Girls. Falling is a cover version. (laughs) Let's not upset him again. Falling,
4: uh, ah, 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 Falling was a demo for the Pet Shop Boys. It's a cover version. It's not a cover
0: version.
4: Great,
1: you are. You're walking farmland tonight.
0: (laughs) It's well known that it's like
2: got loads of covers on it. There was also a cover from Saint Etienne there as well
0: clay, like there's lots of
1: covers tim on. it's okay just just breathe in breathe <laughs> yeah. out and yeah. namaste just namaste yeah. the day away it's all yeah
0: but what i should say about those covers is they were covers by people who <gasps> had recorded them but hadn't been hit. so it's not like she'd covered some song from the 50s these were songs that had actually been around mm-hmm. as demo form or other artists had recorded them so where is the feeling was recorded by an outfit called within a dream yeah and the Brothers in Rhythm remix of that actually samples the Within a Dream version very, very heavily. So I'm just schooling you all right now. I'm not happy. I'm quite surprised that I've had to do it, to be honest <laughs> with you. I'm really annoyed Listen,
1: artists get songs written for them all the time <laughs> that get given to other people, and then they decide that they want to release. Like Avril Lavigne, like she mm. gave up... Was it Not Because of You for uh, Kelly Clarkson? It was a Kelly Clarkson song that she got, which went massive for it because Avril... Mm. Kind of didn't want it, but now it's just like, well, I wrote it, and actually it's incredible, so I'm just going to release it myself. I think, it, I think it's that one, but I can't remember.
0: But they do it all the time. That's what artists do. Mm-hmm. But one thing that wasn't a cover on that album was Dangerous Game. It was not nope, a cover. that was the original track. It definitely was not. Time will pass you by. Oh, more,
4: are you sure it? about that?
0: <laughs> no. I'm 100% sure you don't need to test me on it. <laughs> anyway, that was a great choice. What about choice number three, though, and hopefully we won't fall out over it. Okay, so choice number three is probably bringing it a bit
2: more recent for me. So the 70s? <laughs> it's a bit closer to today. It's actually cool. going back to 2017. And this comes from a multi award winning supergroup. Ooh. Steps. Oh, I was going to go ABBA. Is it ABBA? Exactly.
3: They're kind cool. of words. Oh, are oh, the new ABBA, though. The ABBA, like ABBA. You know, if ABBA took a lot of poppers, it'd yeah. basically be steps, wouldn't
5: <laughs> <you'd like.
1: laughs>
2: That would explain a lot of steps doing poppers,
1: but hey. Well, I'm interested because actually, there's loads of songs that Steps could have released. Although they did release a lot of singles on a lot of albums, but 2017 would that have
2: been "Go to the Dark" album? It was. So this <gasps> was so this was the "Tears on the Dance Floor" reissue, wow, which exciting. was exciting. Cr- which was "Crying at the Disco" edition. I the song that I've chosen is "September Sun." <laughs>
5: has faded so fast this is
2: one of the new tracks it was one of the newer tracks on the re-release or the reissue yes nice it was new in 2017 yes i couldn't find it being re-released or re-recorded or anything by anybody else Uh, but it was written by the alias also known as julian now i might pronounce this wrong Gingerl and barry stone yes yeah
0: jules and stone
2: Jules and
3: Stone—is it them? Oh, is it the same people as the alias? Mm -hmm. Yes. Maybe that's why the alias is the alias because it's an alias. (laughs)
0: Possibly, (laughs) maybe. And of course, what was their beginnings, Jules and Stone? S Club. Danny They they came from PWL. Did they? Oh, Oh,
1: never mind. Mm. Everyone's got to start somewhere
4: he uh, he's a now old all tonight. I'm bored now.
1: Oh no, I'm not. I'm really excited. You
2: tell me, Graham. <laughs> <laughs> I thought already told you that was it. That was the end of the that story. That was the. That was He must be old. Probably yeah. about my age. Yeah, but certainly, I I absolutely love this song because of the Spanish feel that it has
5: to it. Yeah.
2: Uh, so when I hear it, I hear hints of "Viva Forever." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but it also gives me shades of "La Isla Bonita" and "Ti amo." By Gina G.
1: Ti a... Oh, good song.
2: I was thinking
3: Rihanna. Oh no, not enough. <laughs> no. amo. <no. laughs> hey, like, how is that? that. Like, oh. it sounds a bit Jerry Halliwell as well, doesn't it? You know when she was Chicoing her Latino. Yes. Yeah. Yes.
2: But anyway, no, I absolutely love this, and it's just it's one of these songs that should have been a single. Would have had a really good remix to it if, if they'd actually done it.
3: Yeah. Hang on, tears on the dance floor. I'm looking up, I'm looking up. No
2: More
4: Tears on the Dance Floor. And that should have been a single as well, No
3: More Tears on the Dance Floor. And that was written by Darren Hayes. This is a no-skips album, and you know they had no management at the time. They didn't have an
1: A&R man to find their songs. They did it really well, didn't they? Yeah, it was very clever. And didn't they put a lot of the money in themselves as well to try and fund the whole album itself? Controversially, I probably would put that one in front of Neon Blue, because I didn't really fully vibe to Neon Blue. Mm. It was alright, it's good, it, good. It, it is good and it's upbeat, but it it's it didn't grab me. I think there were a lot of songs on that album that were better than
3: Neon, but they had Glitter and Gold, Happy. Firefly. Okay. Firefly. Yeah, Firefly was good. Oh,
0: good. album was Yeah, good. it's a great album. So there could have been a few more singles off those albums. Yeah, good. Anyway, that was brilliant, Jason. I think yours were the best oh. ones. <laughs> <laughs> better than those ten Oh my ones. God, no, Graham, what are you <sighs> doing? Don't do it. Tim needs to be nice to me, I'm the host I could just eject
1: him from this recording at any moment <laughs> Just just his voice every now and, <laughs> and again <laughs> Right babes You have no power here Whatever that woman was called
4: I will eject you from my life bitch <laughs> Oh, <laughs>
0: Zef, Now, uh, get on with your choices uh, And let's if. judge these down Anyway, that that's us, we're, we're all done We're all done for part one anyway Ooh. Yeah, well, this is at the end of part one of our Shoulda, Woulda, Coulda episode. But I want, I want you, and I mean you, who's listening to this all right. right now. Yeah, yeah, yous. I want you to come back for part two. You better. Are you going to do you that? You better. Please do that. Yeah, you better do it. Come back for part two for the song choices from the remaining pop gays. We're going to be reading out all the song choices from all of our followers, and there's loads of them. Yay! And then I think we're just going to have this frenzy at the end where we're just going to just, just start shouting out honourable mentions. I like that because there's so yeah. many. So in the meantime, go away and busy yourself with your life. We'll be back in no time for part two, I promise.
5: Bye.
0: Until
1: then. now.
3: I don't know why I'm waving. <laughs> we are taking so long to do it this time round. we like naughty school kids.